0: Om Sahana Vavatu Sahana Bhunatu Sahavir Yankaravahai Tejasvina Vadhi Vidvishavahai Om Shantisha Tishanti Om Puramada Purhamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamivavashishyate Om Shanti 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 Shruti Smriti Purana Alayam Karunalayam Namāmi amhi bhagavat padam shankaram lokashankaram shankaram shankaraacharyam keshavam maanarayanam sutra bhashya vande bhagavantau punapunaa eeshvaro gurur Murti Veda Vibhagine Vyoma Vadhyakta Sri Harim Paramanandam Sri priyapakam सर्वलोकानां,
1: priyapakam
0: sarvalokana karanam tam रोच्यते karanam moksha Sadhireva prayatnena, Sad prayatne vikshaniya Prayatnena, muhur, muhur vikshaniya muhur, muhur. verse 89 ātmānam satatam jānann ātmānam sattatam sārabdham akilam bhañjanna sārabdham akilam bhañjanna nodvegam kartumar haśe nodvegam kartumar haśe
1: So now the author is telling people like us ātmanam satam jānam Now having understood the text so far having realized that atma and the self-knowledge, is the only thing that deserves to be the agenda of the human being. Because ignorance is the only problem in life, ignorance of the self, never self-knowledge is the solution. Never May you now devote yourself completely to the pursuit of the knowledge of the Self. Satratam Janan. Janan means knowing, in this case Vedanta Vakya Vicharayan, meaning that may you now expose yourself constantly to shravanam listening to the Vedanta Vakya, meaning listening to the unfoldment of the statements of Vedanta. Understand that the subject matter of Vedanta is a Self. Atma is a subject matter of Vedanta. Therefore, listening to Vedanta is listening to Atma. So Vedanta is in the form of words and statements. And these words and sentences reveal the true nature of the Self. Therefore, listening to, understanding the meaning, thinking about that is thinking about Atma. So in that manner only, thinking should preferably take place. Because, as you said, vichara is inquiry or investigation or deliberation upon the nature of the Self, and that is what Vedanta is all about, unfold the nature of the Self. So constantly may you expose yourself to the Vedanta Shastra, the scripture that is Vedānta. In one way or the other, listen to the teacher, you can read the books, listen to the tapes, transcribe, and it's a, keep yourself with Vedanta in one way or the other. And so that, that thought pattern or the thought flow continues to, uh, you know, flow in your mind. Because the mind has this samskara or this habit of bringing reality to what is not real. What ignorance has done in your life is on account of not knowing the self. The false perception of self and the false perception of the universe, jagat. Superimposing limitation of self which is not there. Superimposing reality upon the jagat which is not there. So presently, all our thinking is only based on this. All of our thinking is based on taking the body, sense, mind complex as ātmā, taking the world of names and forms as real, <coughs> and when it is real it is going to create in me the reactions because what is real will also impact me. An unreal thing will not impact me. You know, watching movie. When there is a fire in the movie, I am not going to call the fire engine. I you know it is Mitya. If I think the fire is real, then I will do something. Like in case of King Janaka, very famous king, a great seeker of knowledge, and therefore in his court, very learned scholars and wise people would keep coming. And one of those wise-persons was Ashtavakra. Literally, Ashtavakra means the one whose eight limbs are crooked. Some kind of a thing happened during his birth, and that's how he was born. He was a great wise-person. So he was camping in the city, outside the city, of King Janaka. So in the morning you would have this class action going on. Everybody attended, including the king. The city is seen at a distance. So some people noticed. They say, "Astavakra <coughs> seems to be paying more attention to King Janaka." You know. Well. So they thought that he is favoring him. What is? What's the reason? So why do you keep on looking at him all the time? We are also there listening. So then, say, after wanted to teach them a lesson. So one day, when the satsang is going on, all of a sudden, somebody shouted, fire, 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 what they saw was fire. The whole city was on fire. All the fellows were listening, all of them packed up their books of water and they started running towards the the city, trying to salvage whatever they can from the fire. Most of them, they were sadhus and all they had was the kaupina and things like that. Still, they all ran. Ultimately, it turned out that it was a false alarm. There was no real fire, just an appearance of fire. They all came back, ashamed of themselves. But when all these King Janaka just said that unmoved, they asked him, Hey, your city was on fire. How come you did not do something about it? How come you did not run, you know, to do something about it? He says, it is Mithila that is burning. Mithila is the name of the city. That doesn't mean nothing, depends of me. I am. Namik introduction, in Mathila is, is on you know, fire, nothing of mine, you know, is burning. Then those people knew why he was apparently getting preference from the teacher. But, so it is a false alarm anyway, you don't respond. Similarly, but if the fire is real, then we respond as those people did. So for us what is happening life is all real, concrete, tangible. Well, as real as I am, and therefore it always impacts me. So this has been our orientation the whole life. The thinking is all based on duality, that I am one, that I get this, another one, I am limited, I have to become this. Therefore it is necessary to expose our mind to this teaching which is based on the true nature of ātmā. Atma. ātmā atma alone is satyam, ātmā alone is non jagat is an appearance, this is what constantly Vedanta keeps teaching us. It's going to take a long time for the teaching to have an impact on our mind which has been so oriented in giving reality what is not real, that superimposition because the Vijnanda is so habitual, keep on superimposing the attributes of body upon the Atma and then equating ourselves to the body and entertaining so many complexes. So satatam janam, the teacher says that constantly, over a long time, may you expose yourself to the Vedanta vichara, Vedanta shastra vichara a deliberation upon these statements of Vedanta, which is deliberation upon the, the realities of life. As Swami used to say, Vedanta addresses the reality of life. What's the reality of the Self? What's the reality of the creation? What's the reality of God? Why is it so? Because Our problem only is with the reality, is that we have the false perception of the reality. We take the reality to be different from what it is, meaning that I look at myself in a way different from what I truly am. I look at the world also in a way different from what true world truly is. And Vedanta teaches that it is merely the misapprehension or false perception of reality, that is the problem. Some used to say, a problem is not psychological, it's a philosophical problem. No problem in life is a philosophical problem. Philosophical means the problem based on the perception of reality, conclusions of reality. We are born with a conclusion of who I am, with a conclusion of what the world is, with the opinion of what God is. Everybody has it. Whether one is educated or not educated, what everybody has, definitely a conclusion about who I am, what the world is, what God is, what the relationship is. It is this one, this is a problem. This, this whole conclusion, the opinion is a problem, and that can change only when I understand the reality for what it is. I have a certain understanding of the realities, which is a force because I look at things in my own way. I look at through different prisms and then Vedanta helps me to look at things correctly and then when my understanding and the opinions change completely, then I find there is no problem in life. Therefore, Vedanta's solution to all problems in life is simply understanding what is. Reality means what is. Because I have a false understanding of what is there, just understanding what is. But because of my wrong orientation it's going to require a long time. To understand, and having understood, to assimilate will take, take even a longer time. And so, says, do not pay any attention to anything other than this pursuit. Meaning, do not allow anything to distract you. Praradya, your destiny is there. The destinies keep on presenting variety of situations before you. And normally we react to those situations. And that's how the mind gets distracted. We react to raga dvesha. Attachment and aversion. That's how the mind gets distracted from its focus. So what is meant by Udvegam Kartam Narahasi is not right or proper for you to be perturbed. Meaning that, do not submit yourself to your likes and dislikes. The mind gets disturbed or perturbed, worried, anxious, fearful. All of these, raga, bhaya, Kura, all of these are the Therefore, do not submit to your And then, that is called upaikshara. That is called being indifferent. Because with Vesha I am giving them reality that they don't have. Attachment also can be for something as real, and aversion also can be only something for the real. If this was a real bunch of graves, then attachment can be there, and if someone does not let me allow me to, then the aversion can be there for someone. Once I know there's mithya bunch of grapes. There cannot be an attachment or ever. What can be is enjoyment of this, you know. When attachment and everything is not, then only mind is free to appreciate the thing as it is. Then you can enjoy what it is, oh, how beautiful is it, look how real it looks. All Rāgadveshās are on account of giving reality to the things which they don't possess. So don't give reality, don't react, let things come and go. Prarabdham will bring things, let them bring and let them go. So that your mind is not distracted, so that you can be focused on this Vedānta (coughs) vichāra. So this prarabdham means destiny. Prakashina arabdham prarabdham. As you say this morning, that part of the, of our total karma, like that part of my fixed, long-term fixed deposit was matured. So what happens in, you know, the arrangement is that we are working, so every month my salary gets deposited. We are in that long-term fixed deposit. So now the part that is mature becomes available to me. Rest all is in my account to be mature later on. In the meantime, whatever earnings I make also add into that deposit. Similarly, all the karma that I performed in the past lives, all of them are in my account. Of that, a small part has mature, which has become prarapna, which has given rise to this body and this life. And then the karma that I keep on performing, keep adding into that deposit. So these three kinds of karma again, are named Sanchita Karma, Prarabdha Karma, Agami or Kriyamana Karma. Sanchita means what is, what is accumulated. Prarabdha, what has very well begun. Agami, what will fructify in future. So karmas performing past lives, they are all accumulated sunchite karma. Of that part which has given rise to this life is prarabdhit karma. And the karma I am performing now will also get added into existing store. Of the karma that I am performing now, some of them may get fructified in this life itself. Some others do not fructify, in which case they will get added into my accumulated karma. So, Sanchita karma, Rārabhita karma, aga, aga means, what will, the result of which will come in future. So, call karma, karma that is being performed. It's all karma only. But then three names are given. Karma is karma. Now, question here that the author raises is, is destiny. For an ignorant person, destiny is definitely there. Is there destiny for the wise person? Question is, does the wise person also have to face destiny? Nasta prarabdha prarabdham in reality, as far as the wise person is concerned, there is no destiny. There is no prarabdha. Kuto bhoga. Then, where is the question of experiencing the destiny or prarabdha? There is no prarabdha. Bhoga vave kuto udvinka. Udvinka is created. You become disturbed, perturbed, agitated when you experience something. We get agitated or perturbed, disturbed when we experience something unpleasant. Or even when we experience something pleasant, then also we get disturbed. Harsha and So, for an ignorant person, these reactions do arise in the mind. Then the teacher said that, do not submit to those reactions, and let them subside, subdue them. Do not count as way of this ragadveshas, so that you can continue to pursue. But for the wise person, there is not then. No. For the wise person, in fact, there is no destiny. Therefore, there is no experience of, so there is no reaction, so there is no perturbance. And so, as far as the wise person is concerned. We do not have to deny that there is prarabdha. You don't have to deny there is no prarabdha. No so what is, it? there is no need to say that the wise person has no prarabdha because there is no prarabdha at all for anybody. So now the author is taking what we call the paramatha view, meaning that looking at things from an absolute standpoint. Three degrees of reality, or three strengths points, are accepted by us. One is Parmasika, other is vyavaharika and third is Karatimhasika. Parmasika, absolute reality. What is absolute? That which is not subjective, which is not relative. There is absolute reality means that which is not relative, and affected by time, place, or conditions. Other is relative reality, influenced by time, place, etc. And third is subjective reality, purely a projection of the mind. Absolute reality, objective reality, subjective reality. (coughs) Object Vyabharika Sattva. We need a reality where we deal with things, interact. So that reality which is available to everybody for relating, interacting is called Vyabharika Sattva, objective reality. That reality is available only to an individual and not to anybody else is called Pratyabhatika Sattva or subject reality. So dream is an example of subjective reality. Pratibhāsika sattva. Pratibhāsa means appearance. So pratibhāsika means apparent, apparent reality. Absolute reality, relative reality, and apparent reality. So dream is an example of apparent reality. Just an appearance, because there is no substance in dream. In the dream if I am giving a talk like this, then also even though people may appear to me very tangible and real, in fact there is no substance at all, it is purely a projection of my mind. Not only is the dream projection of my mind, the dream is myself, I project myself because there is, there is no other material for me. Meaning that what is dream? I projecting myself. So in the dream, I am the speaker, I am the listener. So, is that appearance, apparent reality, or subjective reality, Pratibhajak Sattva? Other is objective reality. It is not my personal creation. It is creation of Ishvara. So, one is Jiva Susti, other is Ishvara Susti. Ishvara Susti means what? Creation by Ishvara. Meaning, by the total mind. If dream is the projection of an individual mind, what call waking is the projection of the total mind. Projection nevertheless, but a different, you know, projection having a different kind of effect. And thirdly, reality is not a projection, which is not relative, which tends on its own. What is relative? Relative is there because of something. Here, in this waking state, everything is because of something else. The pot is because of clay, and the clay is because of its cause, that is because of its cause, and every effect is because of the cause. So nothing stands in its own leg. Everything is reduces to something else, relative reality. Absolute reality, which cannot be which cannot reduced, which is self-existing, self-shining, self-sufficient. Biomathic Kareh Brahman, para Atma, there is the Absolute Reality, Pahar Sattva. doesn't matter what time it is, what place it is, what condition it is, what the avastha, you know, mean what the state is waking us, in, that always remains what it is, always abiding in its own glory. <coughs> so usually we accept these three degrees of reality. When you do that, then there is karma. In Vyavarika Sattar, I am performing actions and since I have the sense of doership, therefore I get accountable for the result of the actions I have performed, just I create a meaning that by my actions I keep on creating a blueprint for myself in future with what all I am doing, with every karma that I perform, it in some way or other contributes to what my future is going to be, what my destiny is going to be. That is, suddenly we accept. In dream, however, in the dream also looks like there is problem. But really, dream being purely a projection, there cannot be any prarabdha in dream, understand that. <coughs> For a dreamer it may appear that this is my prarabdha. When we wake up we realize that there was this all appearance. There's no substance there at all. There's no order. In the dream it looks like there is an order, things that happen. When I wake up there is no order because in dream I saw my father, also my son, also my grandfather and grandfather. Where are all those fellows, you know? All them appear in the dream. In the dream it looks all in order. When I wake up, I realize in one and a half minutes or two minutes, how can there be, you know, three or four generations? So it just appears. Sometimes you see the grandfather first, and then you see the father, and then you see the grandson. So there is no order also. What is cause and what is effect? In the dream it looks orderly. When you wake up, then you realize there is no order. So then we know the dream being purely a projection of mind or appearance, the rules of the waking do not apply to dream. Here they, all this order of dharma and there is karma and karma phala and all these things applies to what? The objective reality. Ishwara Swasti. the Jiva no such rules apply. Meaning that in dream, there is no prarabdha. What we experience in dream is not prarabdha, just projection. Experience and dream are nothing but the projections of my mind, only vasanas are there, they manifest there, there is a problem. So now the thing is, whether we accept three degrees of realities or sometimes we only accept two degrees of realities. They club the objective and subjective into one. Because I say, this so-called object also is the projection of Ishwara's mind. The dream is projection of individual mind. But the projection of is the reality is the same, what? Mithya. So here, for our sake of understanding, we also classify Mithya in two categories, Mithya, Kriva Ishwara, and Mithya, Kriva Jiva. Mithya is Mithya, what is it? that one? Even waking also is mithya. When it is mithya, it is a projection. In projections, there are no rules. Understand this? Snake is the projection of a row. Why is this row snake there? No rule. Why is it? So when you see a snake instead of a row, why? What's the reason? What's the cause? What's the effect? Nothing, because it's projection. So rules that apply to a real world do not apply to a projected world. If you take the waking state and giving some reality, then there are all laws and dharma and karma and phala, etc., all that. But so suppose you look upon the waking also as nothing but the projection, then no rules apply. So now this author is taking this view of two realities. Absolute reality and projected reality. Absolute not projected, what else is just an appearance? Call it projection or appearance. Meaning that so-called waking also is as much an appearance as a dream is. There were, look upon waking also is nothing but dream. And there were, whatever kind of reality dream has is the reality the waking has. And there were, now he goes to, sh- to in fact show how there is no such thing as prarata. There is no such rules and regulations at all, no prarad. The Vedānta Siddhānta So This is rahasyā, the secret of the Vedānta Siddhānta It's all right for the beginners that we say that the subjective reality, objective reality, absolute reality, and all the rules are there, dharma is there, parparadda is there, agad there have this prasada all the attitudes are being taught. It's all fine. Until the knowledge takes place. Then we realize, oh, what, the, what are we talking about? So then, to this person now is enlightened. His, his viewpoint is being described. So, there is there is no question of even denying prarada, because it. You can deny something which is there in the first place, see, so there is no prarabdha. What is the question of denying prarabdha? So there is what now prati means proposition the teacher is giving in the next verse, 90th verse. Let us read that. Right. utpanne pyatna vijñāne
0: prarabdham
1: it is Shastre kriyate It is śrūyate śāstre. the scriptural text, namely Upanishad-Jana Bhagavad-Gītā, this is what is uh, Even when the self-knowledge arises, prarabdanayu manchari, the prarabdha destiny does not even leave the wise person. That's what the Vedanta text says. Uparis also says that, Bhagavad Gita also says that. That even for a wise person that is something called prarabdha. Meaning that when the knowledge takes place, Things remain what they are. When knowledge takes place, only the perception changes. Things don't change. Formerly I thought that this was real, now I realize it's false. But the thing remains what it is, and all my perception changes. So when self-knowledge takes place, then also the rules apply. A wise person also has a body. And the rules of the body also apply. Body is matter. So, rules of matter apply. So, what are the rules of matter, cause and effect? The material world all is controlled by the law of cause and effect. When cause is there, effect will be there. So, therefore, even the wise person also, in the past births, when he was ignorant, had performed all these karmas over so many births. never had accumulated so many karmas, of which some karma has fructified as prior of destiny, and never the destiny remains even for a wise person, because this body is a product of destiny,
0: and the self-knowledge
1: doesn't destroy anything, it just reveals that the body is body, not atma. <coughs> Therefore, the rules of the, body, the matter apply to body. Rules of cause and effect apply to body. Karma is the cause and the karma is the effect. Meaning that whatever karma a wise person has produced, which are which we call prana of the destiny, they will keep on bringing the phala of the results in terms of the situations which may be favorable and unfavorable, pleasant and unpleasant, and wise person is, cannot escape confronting those pleasant or painful situations, wise person also has to. This is what the Upanishads teach, that's what Bhagavad Gita teaches. Even describing wise person also sarvatha vartamanapi sayogi mai vartate. Lord Krishna says that this yogi the wise person. In whichever way he conducts still, he is within, he is, is always never away from me. Means there is something called a wise person. There is something called the body that the wise person has. There is something called also the actions of the wise person. There is something called the situation the wise person has to also face. <coughs> Meaning that the wise person also is not an exception to having to obey, not obey, being subject to the laws of matter. Laws of matter apply to all the bodies and wise person's body also is a body. There were same laws apply. That body also will become old. There also will have disease. There also will have pain and pleasure. Meaning that, wise person's body also cannot escape the rules of laws of nature. So, even when the knowledge of the self is drowned, the praharadha does not leave the, even the wise person also. Meaning that, even wise person also has to go through whatever situation the destiny creates. It is true that a shastra. That's what shastra says. That's what Upanishad says. Tasmindustre paravre bindyate bhukte ganthe hi kriyante chidjante samshya chāsya chashyakarmani etc. So then, any language. Whenever the question of the Jivan Mukta or wise person came, Bhaisyakaraja elaborately argued that with the dawn of knowledge all the karmas definitely get burnt, but praruddha karma does not get burnt even by the fire of knowledge. Yathidhami basmasat Karma The Lord Krishna says, just as blazing fire turns all the fuel into ash, (coughs) so also fire of knowledge turns all karma into ash. Then Vahsega says, not all karma, all except are karma. Because if knowledge destroyed all karma, if knowledge destroyed all, then there is no problem at all. There is no body. Then once wise person gets knowledge, he'll be out, then there will be no wise person, you follow? Then there's no parampara, then there's all no agnana parampara, because wise, there's no wise person alive. That means then you can't have a teacher, you're enlightened, you're enlightened, you will be blissed down. So Vedanta accepts something called jivanmokte. Then say, tāva Yavan yavande vimokṣe Sampatse. Chandagopar says that so long he has to wait until his karma body is there and then alone he becomes one with Sat of Brahman. So prarabdha for the wise person also is accepted because then alone there is an entity called jivanmukta or liberated by living. When even then there is someone liberated by living, that alone is an enlightened person who is living that when Anon is really competent to teach and unfold the scriptures, they alone can very maintain the tradition and propagate it. If there is, if there is no prarabdha, then there is no body, then there is no wise person, and then, you know, it's all ajnana parampara. So Vedantic teachers, including Bhasyaka, Adi Shankaraj, accept prarabdha of the wise, because they accept the body. They can say that the wise person continues to live, until, as long as the body, is the destiny is there. So that's all following the rules of the scriptures. Here, Yeshuvate, Shastre, what do Shastras say that even wise person also, Prarabdha, Tan Nira Kriyate Ardhuna, that is being refuted here. So we are going to refute the destiny for the wise person, meaning the wise person has no destiny. Those things is praranda or destiny for the wise person. How? All right. So that is what this, you know. So understand that this, this is called pratigna. Pratigna means proposition. So logic you start with pratigna, or sadya, something that you want to propose which you are going to prove, for which you give hetu reasoning. And that's how it is, that's how you prove. So the proposition Pratigna is made here, that now we are going to show how the wise person has no problem at all. All right. So that's what is Tadeva āha. Next verse 91, that's what is said here.
0: Rarabdham name of
1: India Day. Rarabdham after. up. Tattva-jñāna, the knowledge of the reality. Tattva-jñāna, the knowledge of the reality, the knowledge of the Self. tattva there when the Self-knowledge dawns or arises will afterwards, meaning for the wise person now who has the knowledge of Tattva, the reality, of the Self-reality of life. Prarabdham niva vidyate. We say that there is no prarabdha for the wise person. No destiny. Why? That's a very you know, that's a very radical statement. So there's no destiny. You mean it doesn't live? Says so the reason. Deha Diyana, Asatyatva, so Hetu is given. When Patigna is made, then He the cause, reason must be given. What's the reason why you say that the wise person has no praradha? Because there's no body. If the body is there, then the question of the rules of laws of matter applying to body. Wise person is no body. Never no if no no prarabdha is all law of karma. So law of karma, law of cause in the definitely applies to body. Dehardina asatvatva asatva, asatyatva. Because the body and other, meaning body, mind, sense, complex, etc., is non-existent for the wise, it is not there for the wise person. <coughs> so, Pratignya, Hetu to understand. this is a process. For proving any logical proposition, these three elements must be provided. First is Pratignya, meaning proposition. Second, Hetu, the reason. There is dustanta. Where do you find this? So for a pratigna proposition that there is fire in the hillock. There is fire there. Hindu. Why? Because there is smoke. So what? Because wherever the smoke is, there the fire is. As in the kitchen. So these three elements must be there. Therefore, there is fire there. So there is smoke there, therefore there is fire there. So here also in this proposition these three elements are stated. First is, we are going to prove that the wise person has no prarabdha, no destiny. Why? Because he has no body. When did you see that he has no body? Dehādhinā you know, asat-cat-vār. Because body and life, Means body, sense of his mind, gross and subtle body, all of that. Asat because they are non existent. What do you see here? Hey, don't you see the body is a wise person or what? Where do you find? Just because you see does not mean it is there. That's what Vedantin says. Just because you see something, you see there a snake, rope snake. You see the snake, don't you? Is it there? So just because you see something is not the the criterion for its existence. But here rope snake is not given the example, because body is a question. Never! Just as dream is on waking. When you wake up then, dream does not exist. The dream does not exist when you wake up. So wise person is woke up. Yet, sākshāt kurute prabhodasame svātmā name vārdvayam prabhodasame anādi māyā Sutta yadā jīva prabhudyate This jīvātmā ignorant person has been sleeping from this beginning the sleep of ignorance. Yā tasyam jagad-e-sanyemi The people who are sleeping also think that they are awake. You see that fellow is sleeping. He thinks awake. Where? In dream. So what is really night for the ignorant person it is a day for the wise person, and for his wise person's night it is a day for that fellow. So here also, yatha sapno vibhotatha. When you wake up from the dream, so dream is given as an example. Dream is because of the sleep. The nidra dosha. Not only sleep, but the dosha in the nidra. The defect in the sleep. The defective sleep evaporates dream. Because all kinds of stuff that is stored in the mind, called vasanas, they all manifest themselves and there is only disturb stored the sleep. And create the, what we call the dream world, the appearance, the dream, appearance. Now, everybody knows the dream is an appearance. We do not know that while we are dreaming. Svakāle, Pravode Satya The dreaming looks real when you are dreaming, only when you wake up that you realize that it is non-existent. So for the waker the dream does not exist. Therefore, all the karma the dreamer performed, the waker is in no way accountable for them. In fact, the dreamer did not do anything, it only appeared that he was doing something, there is no real thing there at all, all those appearances. That is about dream. What about waking? Who says waking? This is also dream? So what an ignorant person calls waking, (coughs) the wise person calls it. What the ignorant person calls an objective reality, (coughs) the wise person sees a subjective reality. What ignorant person sees as objective reality as a tangible world, the wise person sees only as an appearance as real, only as a dream. Meaning that what we call the waking world has lost its reality completely and from the standpoint of the wise person, it is no more than just appearances as a dreamer. So, therefore, just as a dream does not exist when you wake up, similarly also, this universe does not exist for the wise person who wakes up from the sleep of the ignorance. This is called waking up. Ignorance created the whole universe. Just as in the dream, the sleep ignorance created the dream world. So, so the ignorance here creates the waking The dream world was similarly also ignorance creates the waking world. <coughs> So if dream is the creation of ignorance, so is waking. If dream does not exist when you wake up from the sleep, then this also does not exist when you wake up from the sleep sleep of ignorance. So a wise person, nothing other than all he sees is Atma. All he knows is Atma, he knows nothing else. Because there is nothing else. You mean Swami it uh, doesn't see he is only Atma? In his mind's eye he sees nothing but ātmā. This is also ātmā. We all went through this exercise earlier, this morning. That body also is ātmā. There is no such thing as body. What is Chinmaya? What is? Nothing but consciousness and body also So we made that division of ātmā and ātmā for the sake of the ignorant person, but now we don't make that division because all this is ātmā. That's the vision of the wise. So all of that was said in preparation of this, what we discussed this morning, that all there is ātma the and nothing else. There is no such thing as the body also because there is also nothing but consciousness. So then the vision of the wise person in whose vision is nothing but ātma. Even the body is not there. There is a question of rules of the body body is there, the question of prarabdha destiny is there. There is no body, there is no destiny. Tattva jñāna dhyādurdham rādham niva vijyade dihādhinā masat yattvār. Because the body, mind, sense, complex, not the only consciousness. Prarabdha also, also is consciousness. Karma also is consciousness. Karma also is consciousness. Body also is consciousness. Can you understand this? What is, is, consciousness. What is karma? Consciousness. What is karma? Consciousness. Body is karma, also consciousness. Then who is affecting what? Therefore, in the perception of wise person, since there is no such thing as body, there is no such thing as parameter, <coughs> this is from this standpoint of wise, from the absolute standpoint, there are only two realities, the real, and existent and non-existent, that's all. Na vidya vidyate bhava, na bhava vidyate. Lord Krishna says, there is sat and asat. It cannot be that sat is not. It cannot be that asat is. So that is not there. Only because of ignorance, we think that this is there. In the wake of knowledge, wise person sees that this is not there. And where are the laws and where is the cause and effect? Idāne, prārādaśaṁ vyukpādayaṁ uktam So now, the author explains the word prārāda, ethanologically, and concludes the discussion here, uktam uvasam in the verse 92. karma jan mantari yam Tatujan pra kirtitam tat tu tat-tu-jan-māntara-bhāvādh nai vasthikar
0: so
1: explains what is prārabdh says karma janvāntariyam yet tat prārabdham with yet janvāntariyam karma janvāntariyam means what? birth janvāntariyam another birth done in another birth so right now there is this birth another birth janvāntariyam the previous birth so karma that was done in the previous birth is called prārabdha why is prārabdha is the result of what has been done in the previous birth. This is simple, very clear. So, he explains what is Prarabdha. karma, That karma that was performed in the previous birth is called Prarabdha. So, that karma which was done in the previous birth, which is fructified to give this birth, is called Prarabdha. Which in English is called destiny. But prarabdha is a good word. Prakashana Aramdham. All those fellows the waiting, Sanchita Karma. Of that, this part has very well, begun, very well commenced, which has given rise to his body, and this life so is called Prarabdha. So, is it clear that what is Prarabdha? The karma done in the previous birth. Right? Tattu to Janman Karma, where is birth? He says, you know. There is no such thing as birth. Who is born? If there is second entity, then birth can take place. Can there be birth in consciousness? Who is born? Birth requires a creator and a maker and material, Very When the maker also is consciousness, material also is conscious, Everything but conscious, there is birth. From the absolute standpoint all there is is just atma or conscious, that's all there that is. And therefore there is no something. Now can you say that in the dream, my son was born, in the dream I had a son, was he born? Then he disappeared, why is the birth, why is death? When you wake up then you find he just appeared and there was no real birth. And so what you go through in the dream is just simply projection of mind. There are no rules and regulations in the dream that this comes first, this is cause and this effect. There is no such thing is purely in appearance, in appearance, there are no rules, when for example, instead of rope you see a snake, there is no rule that why the snake is there, it's just there is a projection, appearance. In appearance, no rules apply. So in fact, the thinkers in India have struggled to try to explain what causes the rope snake. So instead of rope, when you are the delusion of snake, what causes that snake? Different people are getting different reasons But Vedanta dismisses them all. Somebody says, it's a real snake, real snake is there, that's what you see here. So real snake which exists there is seen here, that somebody says. So he says, no, 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 the snake which is in your mind you see there. Some says, no, no, snake that does not exist, you see that. Thus, all this kyati, this kind of are there, Vedānting says and just calm down, it just cannot be explained, it is anirabhacaniyam, meaning that, that you cannot say it is such and such, because you can't define what this snake is in the first place. Accepting that is snake, then you give reason, what is snake, is it there or not there? Anirvacriya. Why does the Ro appear as snake? Just like that. Meaning that there is no reason. Meaning it is not there. If there is a reason, then it is there. There is no reason when it is really, it is not there. When you explain something, that becomes real. What is not there can't be explain. So you can't explain that that is, a, that is in fact a glory. It's not deep. So vedantin has no hesitation in accepting that we cannot explain things. We explain, that means it is real. What is it? What what is Mithya? That cannot be explained, which cannot be explained. And therefore, Tattu jan, Janmantara, there is no such thing as birth. If the previous birth was there, then previous karma would be there, then this flower, then this birth would have been there. But then there was no body. Just this body is not there, the previous body also was not there. If the body is not there, then there is a question of birth of that body. So the a question of the karma performed by that body. It is a question of if, if I resolve the karma. with a question of praramdha.
0: Dehadena
1: masyat chatva. Therefore, karhi. at no time is there what we call the praramdha for anybody. Don't say only for wise person. But the only difference is that ignorant things, it is all there ignorant person gives reality to what he perceives and so he thinks there's a real snake and then does all kinds of things to drive that snake away. Then where is that snake? When the snake is not there, a the question of the finding method of driving over the snake. So also there's no 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 real jagat. There's no body. No creation. Where is prarabdha? <coughs> so same thing is explained that in the uh, the give the, the reason. What was the reason? Reason was that swatna just as there is a dream when you wake up. So that is being explained here in the next verse. Swatna deho yathādhyastha Swatna <coughs> <coughs> deho
0: Ajyastas kuto janmā janmā bhāvehi tat Janmā bhāvehi tat kutah
1: Sopnad yeho So when we experience so-called dream, there is a body in the dream also. In the dream, I have a dream body. With the dream body I perform dream karma, and those dream karma give us to karma Does anything of that apply when you wake up? When you wake up then you realize that that dream body was purely a projection, adhyastha, superimposed projection. Meaning that the dream body has no substance other than projection. Dream body has no substance other than mere appearance. Just as rope snake has no substance other than appearance, just as my reflection has no substance other than appearance, so also dream body had no substance other than appearance. When I was in dream, not realizing it's an appearance, I took it to be a tangible real body and then I took things seriously and then what, so what all fellows were then also the same, no substance, just appearance. But since the pain was taken to be real by me in the dream, never what you did affected me. Hey, why did you say this to me? So then pleasant. All this in the dream also same. Just like a fellow who sees the rope snake is afraid because he thinks this is a real snake. So in the dream also we think all oh, real things are there. They are just appearances. Which we recognize when we wake up. So just as a body in the dream, if there was a real body in the dream, then the real karma would have been there, then real prarabdha would have been there. But the dream body is what? An appearance. So dream or doership also is what? Appearance. So dream karma, karma also is what? Appearance. So dream karma also is what? Appearance. We give them reality in dream because of ignorance, not knowing that it's all appear in and apparent world. When we wake up just as we realize that all of them appearance, no substance whatever. So the wise person is that what is thought to be t- is no is just nothing more than appearance. So Sutna Dehuya Destah, taf. Please tell us in what way this body is different from dream body. Dehaka. This deha, this body also. In what way is this body different from dream body? Is this so-called tangible body more than mere, does it have any substance? So there is flesh and blood and my, head. what is flesh and blood? Cells, molecules, atoms, subatomic particles, what is it? Astri. What is the substance? Just as dream, what you know? Substance, therefore, it really doesn't exist. What exists merely a substratum upon which all the superimposition made. So what is then the dream also is, asti is it all play of asti-bhati So also what we call waking is nothing more than the play of asti There is no other substance. So just as there is no real body in the dream because it is mere appearance. Don't think that the waking body is anything more than appearance. There is no more substance of reality other than appearance. This is a model called drashti-shrishti-vāna. One model is what we take right now when we analyze this shrishti-drashti-vāna that this is the real creation, and the creator is there, and the material cause and the fish go, it's all right, fine. Until they realize that all this is Brahman. So this cause, all of these we study, the way we do is to realize what? That what is this Brahman? What is the Atma? What is consciousness? It's one and non-dual and homogeneous and there's nothing other than, one thing understood. If there's a rope, then there's no snake. So there were then for the wise person there is no srishti-drishti-vādha, vada drishti srishti vada. It is there because you see. So dream is a drishti srishti vada. In the dream, the dream objects are because I see. In waking we say that I see because objects are there. the dream we say that objects are because we see. But ultimately there is no substantial difference between waking and dream therefore even waking things are also there because I see. Meaning that waking also is a projection of my mind as dreams. Don't tell me, Swami, This was there before you. You are, this is a 12.5 billion years, you know, this increase. Even it's your mind. You created it. It existed. You know, billions of years before you were born. it continue to exist after you. You are a speck in the existence. How can you say this world is creation of my mind? You tell me what else is it? Twelve point five billion. Were you there? But that idea of twelve point five billion years also is only idea of the mind. Understand this. That there was a past. What is that? That's also a concept of the mind, is it not so? That there is future also, is what a concept of mind. There were if you say that twelve point five million years also is nothing but just a thought of the mind, how can you refute that? Muna Swami it was that but who says it was that? Because you are also you are also seeing as you, you see what you think also. You understand, you have to think about this. That this model is equally applicable. That every moment they create the universe is created as my mind thinks, so things are. It is not that I see what is there, it's there because I see. It. In the waking also. So for the ignorant person, it is what? The Sustra Dushtivara. I see because it is there, and that's how we analyze everything. Once, however, you see the reality as it is, and you see that there is nothing you see, therefore it is there. Where is the maker? What material? Maker also is your thought, material also is your thought, everything is your thought. Nothing more than that. It's all just appearance. You can't get through that. So the, the author says that the scriptures accept the objective reality and tell you that there is prarabha, because then that's the rule of the objective reality. But there is no objective reality, Therefore there is no prarabha. So that is how Janma. There is no birth. There is no body. There is no real birth. There is no real karma. There is no real karma fellow. There is no prarabdha. there were Janma bhavetak kutah tap prarabdham kutah When birth is not there, body is not there, then where is the question of prarabdha? <coughs> Just in these four verses. So, remember that all along the author has been talking only from the absolute standpoint. Whenever it was all denied, in the earlier also, vini rinita, vimur tathatmata, you know, so all those verses were nothing but looking at from, from the standpoint, the absolute standpoint. The where is body. What is his consciousness? He is ignorant person who all divides that this is there and the subject and object, all creation of ignorance. There is no subject-object duality. <coughs> So with that standpoint, for the stand of the wise person, the prarabdha has been here, completely negated. So that's the pratignaya, we will negate the prarabdha. A proposition was made, has been true on this reasoning. (coughs) Okay.
0: Om puramadav puramidam puramad puramudachade purnasya purna maada ye purnameva vaa vaashyasye de om shantish shanti, shanti. shankaram Shankaracharyam, Kesavam madarayaam sutra bhaashya krutau Ishvaro Guru Ratmede Murti Veda Vipagine Murtaye Om